Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and you're listening to the Bible in a Year podcast. In fact, you might even be watching the Bible in a Year podcast, where we encounter God's voice and live life through the lens of Scripture. The Bible in a Year podcast is brought to you by Ascension. Using the Great Adventure Bible Timeline, we'll read all the way from Genesis to Revelation, discovering how the story of salvation unfolds and how we fit into that story today. This is our first time where we're not only uh, having the audio, obviously, here, but we're also doing a video of Jeff and myself having an opportunity to sit down and just take one moment to address all of the, the community, the Bible in a Year community, who have been journeying with us um, for so long. In fact, the journey might feel like the Israelites in the wilderness. The journey might feel like uh, those prophets who got beat up. The journey might feel like those in exile. And so we just wanted to take a moment and uh, just offer offer some words, words of encouragement to help us do that. None other than Jeff Cavins is joining us to uh yeah, to give us that word, that word of wisdom, that word of encouragement, that word of hope. Well, so welcome, Jeff. Good to be with you. Nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> good to see you too. I love the fact that your camera is so much better than mine. It, I, and I say, I love the fact. I love it. But Jeff, I know that I've been saying ever, ever since the beginning that people think that Leviticus was going to be the hardest. Deuteronomy, Numbers, that was going to be the most difficult. And I was like, I think it's going to be the prophets. I think it's going to be uh, the fact that we are going to stay for months. We're going to <laughs> walk for months with the prophets and um, their words of conviction, their words of uh, telling people to, to repent, telling people, people to brace for what's coming. Um, and I think... It might have affected some of our hearts in some ways. Yeah. Well, it, it certainly is a difficult time to read in the Bible, you know, when you're talking about the things that Israel's doing wrong and the, and the prophets are, are speaking to them and giving a warning. And there's so much of it. If you, if you yeah. take your Bible and you hold it up on the side, uh, a good portion of the Old Testament are the prophets. And of course, reading the Bible in chronological order as we're doing, we're not really called to read those just one. One after another, but it's more important to know when that prophet speaks and who to to whom the whom the the prophet is speaking, and that's what you're that's what you're doing. So, uh, first, I'd love to say, hey, congratulations to everyone for yeah. getting this far. You have already done something that very few people have done. I mean, there's a lot of people who have read the Bible, you know, straight through. And they don't understand it that well, but you've taken the time to actually go through it in a chronological form. And at first it was like, oh, this is so cool. This is amazing. And then you can fall into that confusion, you know, with the with the prophets where you have to back up and say, okay, I'm going to embrace the narrative and I'm going to have other times in my life where I can go back and read these prophets in their proper place and go deeper with it. But I would encourage you not to be discouraged when you are deep in the prophets. Well, that's and that's too uh, one of the things I was speaking with a student just the other day of mine who said that ah, the prophets has been, have been so... Um, it's been so heavy and not only that but they experienced a a word of conviction that turned into a word of condemnation mm. and it was one of the situations where they were just thinking okay in their in their prayer that they just uh, they in their words they said they seemed like the evil one was was trying to distort god's words of conviction towards repentance and oriented towards okay turn back to me and turn it into something where um they were feeling condemned and it was so good because we were able to identify that the fact that, I mean, we're, we, 
have found out that even Satan can quote scripture, right? <laughs> so that sense of being able to say, um, can I misapply God's word to my life? And the answer, of course, is yes. Mm-hmm. Can I misapply God's word to anything in life? The answer is yes, because it seems to me that as we went through or are going through the prophets that uh, that there is a word of, I mean, think of the book of the prophet Isaiah that has the, the book of woe and the book of consolation. And and yet even in that the woe times, there are so many moments where God's word of hope breaks through and God's right. word of comfort breaks through mm-hmm. and God's word of, of like, but this isn't, this isn't because I want to destroy you. This is because I want to save you. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that always keeps coming back to me to, to remind me of this is, this is why God is allowing this to happen. Right. Well, I, I look at the prophets like Isaiah as uh, I, I better understand them when I take a look at my life growing up. Okay. So in the summertime, uh, I was out every day. We would put our shorts on and we'd ride bikes and we'd be, you know, playing all day long and one thing after another. And that's kind of like the historical narrative books. Things are moving along. But every night I'd have to come home for dinner and listen to the prophets. <laughs> you know, my dad telling me <laughs> right. what you're doing wrong. And if you do yeah. this again, this is going to happen. I say, oh, I can't wait to get out of here and go back to the narrative <laughs> and play with my friends, you know, and build this and do that. But, uh, you know, I look back now, m- my father loved me, you know, and he was, he wanted things to work out for me. He wanted me to fly right. And he was a part of my life that I naturally preferred to be with my friends, but I needed my dad. And I love reading those narrative books, but I need the prophets too. Yeah. And I I just, I got the sense that I learned the three major prophets, their voice. Um, Because a lot of times when we read uh, the prophets in mass or in the lectionary throughout the course of the year, or even in Liturgy of the Hours, they're little snippets. I mean, they could be a page long maybe, but is Jeremiah, is the same as Ezekiel, it kind of all blends together. But when we got a chance to listen to them all straight through, I really could see, okay, here's what Isaiah sounds like. And here's what he's really passionate about. Here's what Jeremiah Mm -hmm. is passionate about. Here's what Ezekiel is really trying to communicate to the people. And they all have different voices and they're all, God is using their heart in a different way. God's using their prophetic role in a different way. And that has been really consoling to me. In fact, some of the prophets speak to certain areas of my life in one way than another. It's like, you know, when I, if I think about Jeremiah, who's become maybe, maybe my favorite prophet, I thought some others were my favorites, but Jeremiah, the weeping prophet has become uh, just a source of encouragement to me, even when he talks about those evil shepherds. And I think, okay, here's, I've been given a role as, as a pastor, I've been given a role as someone who is meant to shepherd. Um, And that word of conviction, uh, not of condemnation, but of, 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 yeah, be on guard Mm -hmm. and, and call the people back do not neglect those who are strong and do not uh, abandon those who are weak and just there's something about it that just continues to speak to my heart mm-hmm. and uh, I'm so grateful well I would encourage people also you know father to at this point in the going through the Bible in a year if you do feel bogged down or if you feel like okay I'm behind that's the most common thing I hear from people when yeah. I talk to them is, yeah. well I love it but I'm I'm like four weeks behind or five weeks behind to which I respond, great, great. You're still going to end if you keep going. You're going to end, but it's like you're going to take a later flight. You know, (laughs) you're going to get home, (laughs) but it's not going to be as early as you thought. It's going to be a later, a later landing time. And that's okay. But one of the things that I encourage people to do is mix it up a little bit. And by that, I mean, take some time and just go back 
to the mm. beginning. And don't make this over, overly difficult. Go back and kind of take note of some of the, the points that really hit you, you know, that and gather them together. Keep them. Don't just uh, yeah. walk by them, but keep them. Maybe write them down. And, and I know that um, uh, this wonderful notebook, the, uh, the Bible in a Year notebook, has been a help to so many people where they wrote down a few little points on each day. Maybe on some days they didn't write anything down, but they, they, you can go back through this and, and just with a thankful heart say, wow, you know, the Lord has been dealing with me and refresh yourself with the word of God uh, that way and continue to march on because tenacity is the name of the game. Faithfulness is the name of the game yeah. when it comes to salvation history. And you need to apply that as well in just reading it <laughs> and just listening to it. And uh, by the end, you're going to stand there with your arms raising, I did it. I did it. Th right. This is amazing. And just a little bit every day, a consistency beats intensity every time. Mm -hmm. And so that sense of just showing up, press play, let the Lord's word uh, penetrate your mind and heart and and not not to give up. Again, all of the, the prophets are oriented towards our conversion. And one of the things that happens is with the entire Bible is that we can stop up our ears, right? We can say, I'm not listening, or we can say, okay, that's challenging mm -hmm. and uh, maybe uncomfortable, but... God wants me to hear this and for in what, whatever reason, this is, this is for me yeah. and I, I need to just say, okay, if I don't know why right now, that's okay. Right. I, I, I accept it, I note it. And then, um, if the Lord wants to bring it back up later on, he will, but just, I don't have to understand it all right now. No, As no, you Jeff, don't. You had said earlier, that's what the rest of your life is for. It is. You got the rest <laughs> of your life to work all this out, you know, how, however long that is. But remember, too, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Even if you're not completely understanding everything that you are hearing, faith comes by hearing. And, and God's word is powerful. It's like a two-edged sword. And that which he says will not come back to him void. It will accomplish that which he, he purposes. And so when you are listening to the word of God, it's different than Shakespeare. It's different than Tolstoy. It's different than, you know, uh, Chaucer. It is is God's word. It is powerful and it can work in your heart in ways that you never thought possible. So that is that is an amazing thing about about the word of God. And I'm running I'm running into people almost daily who are going through this with us and it's yeah. so fun. Uh, we had well, sad note, but we had our, our garage was broken into several weeks ago and Emily's bike was taken. I had a bunch of fishing rods and reels taken and I called the police. The police came and I'm kind of bummed out thinking, oh, you know, just feel violated. Somebody broke into my garage and stole that. And I got talking with the officer and he's taking pictures and everything. And he finds out that I'm I'm a Bible teacher. You know, I told him I'm a Bible teacher yeah. and I got a couple podcasts. I said one of them actually did pretty well. Uh, Bible in a year. And he goes, oh, Father Mike, Father Mike Schmitz. I said, yeah. He goes, I was listening to it in the car. <laughs> and I said, well, good, you, you know, and That's and I, I've run into the my, my dental hygienist. You know, isn't it great when they put all this stuff in your mouth and then they ask you a question, <laughs> right. you know? So how's your day going? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and so the dental hygienist uh, was telling me, you know, a little bit about herself and and come to find out, She's listening to Bible in a year. And I'm like, 
uh, that's me, Father Mike. And she goes, you're the one? I that's said, yeah, awesome. yeah. And, that's awesome. And, so, and, and you meet so many people who are on it. And you know, the overarching sentiment is gratefulness. And uh, they feel like they're a community moving forward uh, yeah. together. And I, I don't think they'll forever forget this. And I hope that when people are done, that they will do it again and, and yeah. bring somebody with them. What are you hearing from people? Oh, that's it's something similar. And it's, it's really fascinating for me because for half of this year, uh, I haven't gone anywhere. And then, you know, kind of just been on campus and haven't been able to fill in in parishes, haven't really traveled to any places. And so now when I, you know, spent some summertime filling in in parishes and helping out, the number of people that I encounter a similar kind of situation where there's just this, again, sense of community. Uh, their sense of accomplishment, sense of where not just accomplishment on my own, but also God is doing something in my life through this that he's never done before. Mm -hmm. And as you said, it's the power of God's word. I also hear people say, I'm a little behind, but I'm going to catch up or, or, or I'm a little behind, but I know what you said. You said, just keep pressing play. Just keep whatever day you're on is the, is the day you're on. And that is, that's all that really matters in so many ways when it comes to this, when it comes to taking this journey, yeah. it is we're all reading and hearing the same word of God and yet, and the same Holy Spirit is doing something, but the word of God and the Holy Spirit are doing something unique yeah. in every unique individual. Yeah, and the timing and is fantastic because people can, they, that's it, timing. I was just thinking yeah, the they same could thing. Yeah, they could be behind like three weeks and wouldn't you know it, they heard a reading that they absolutely yep. needed that day. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's that happens all of the time. It's, well, I'm, I'm 40 days behind, but this is speaking to my life right now. I'm four days behind, but this yeah. is exactly what I oh, need to hear fault. anything. That's not an accident. <laughs> oh, happy fault. Exactly. Your laziness pays off. Folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I, you know, I just to really encourage people to, uh, uh, to, to continue on and to remember that when you, when you hear the word of God, um, Take note of two things, and it's in paragraph 236 of the Catechism. The theology, which is knowing the, the mystery of the Trinity, uh, break it down even more, to know the heart of your Father. You come to know the heart of your Father. And number two, the economy of God. Fancy word for saying God's plan, the plan of sheer goodness, as it says in the first paragraph of the Catechism. So as you are reading, remember, this is not just an academic exercise. It's not just a marathon to get through it. You are right. encountering the heart of your father, and you're encountering his plan so that you have a foundation on which you can trust in the future. So you're building a foundation in your life right now, and sometimes you got to roll your sleeves up when you build, but you're going to be so Happy you did, especially when the winds blow and the rain falls and your house is going to stand. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Jeff. And thanks everyone in this community. One of the things that we say is so, things I say every day is I am praying for you. And I know that Jeff is, I know that the whole community who produced this, um, we are praying for you and I know that you're praying for each other. Uh, so I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. Pray for us. My name is Father Mike. I cannot wait to see you tomorrow. I can't either. God bless. And neither can Jeff. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>